Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Follow the links in the description to find out more about the show. Follow us online, support everything, buy the stuff on the website. You know the drill, folks. You've been listening to it for, you know, like 27 or 28 episodes now. And, um, yeah, we're talking about the Inferno Saga. We're talking about our Inferno project this season coming out at the end of the year. And I just wanted to have a few episodes here in the middle of the, well, not in the middle of the season, towards the beginning of the season to promote the show just a little bit, to talk about this bigger project that we are working on, and to go through some of the what-if situations coming up and things that, you know, just I was thinking about um, with some of the rumors just kind of going around, or at least things that have been talked about in the interwebs about X-Men and the what if, you know, what if Zack Snyder would direct the X-Men? You know, what would happen? What would, what would we get if we had not just Zack Snyder's Justice League, but Zack Snyder's X-Men? Uh, would we get would we get a five-film story arc? Where would he start? Which characters would he would include? I mean, it's just, there's a lot of speculation. And would we have a better chance of getting Inferno if Zack Snyder was in charge of this? Or would he avoid it like everyone else does? Claremont does seem like a reasonable space to start. But I wouldn't I wouldn't actually be surprised if they went with Hickman's version of the Inferno saga. It's a little bit shorter series. Uh, might be a little bit more relevant for a younger audience. It's been a decade since Avengers, so it's, you know, like they, they are looking for something to kind of mix it, mix in with the Avengers saga and kind of carry on the franchise, so to speak, for the next dec- for decades to come. I mean, who knows if we'll ever, if we even see X-Men in this set or this series of movies, like the next five years could be totally X-Men-less. We're a little bit more eager than maybe the MCU is in bringing all this out because it really looks like we are writing, you know, the Avengers are writing off into the sunset and we're bringing in new Avengers and we're kind of closing, we're, we're kind of closing things off and we're starting up something bigger, but I still don't see that it will include the X-Men necessarily. The X-Men fight very different bad guys. And honestly, I don't think they're quite, well, I don't know. Wanda kind of, Wanda's kind of on the fence. You know, Wanda is, she's an Avenger, but she's also kind of an X-Men you know, and she's a, she's a West Coast Avenger. She's an Avenger. She is, you know, Magneto's daughter. So somewhere this has to come out. And, you know, I still think it would be better series. I think if they want to do like X-Men stuff, the way that they're doing Moon Knight and the way that they're doing Loki and the way that they're doing, but, you know, you come up with so many of them. And if they're not one and done, you end up with just so many series that you're going to be coming out with multiple seasons of and that can get a little bit crazy too so maybe maybe some of them are one and done but some of them are not i don't i i wouldn't be surprised if we saw more hawkeye uh you know and more loki i think we're getting more seasons of loki uh definitely i I don't know if they're doing another moon knight but you know they're just there are so many characters coming out inside of disney plus with all of these series would not be surprised if we saw that or if we got something that um, kind of led to X-Men versus Avengers at some point. You know, we get this sort of uncanny Avengers, which did happen in the comics. So don't know if it'll be phase five or, you know, if uh, if Snyder X-Men would be phase six. I don't know what what it would be. And, you know, would it would it end with the Mutant Registration Act or would it be, you know, closer to Civil War? Only now you've got all of what the new, the new Avengers, the you know the, what the Avengers are evolving into now versus X Men, and the X Men, 
um, will it all go dark? Like, would would bringing Snyder, like, would Snyder fit with, you know, kind of the Sam Raimi um, version of Multiverse of Madness as a recurring director, you know, to, to kind of further expand on just the, the dark part of the MCU, you know? And if it does, would it will it be okay for Disney Plus? You know, are we going to get filtered like we do with The Defenders and with... Uh, you know, with uh, all the stuff that used to be on Netflix with Luke Cage and Daredevil and Jessica Jones and for whatever reason, Iron Fist, like Iron Fist wasn't really that. That was like the, the PG of all the, yeah. Are we are we looking at that? Are we looking at, you know, some of the bigger story arcs for X-Men as something to look at? And, you know, and aside from, aside from Inferno Saga, you know, you've got these really good stories with House of X uh, the Brood Saga it was amazing and also very, very, I think, I think it would fit. I think it would work very well with what they're trying to do now. Um, you know, after this whole Kang thing happens, you know, why not? Like, bring in, and if it's series-based, like, why not bring in The Brood? and Or even um, God Loves, Man Kills, which I think would probably go over a lot of people's heads. I think it would be very dramatic, which I don't know if they want to do that because, honestly, I think it cuts off too much of the audience um if they go like with something as poignant as god loves man kills um and really um would snyder get it right would he get it right like he did with the justice league and i'm sure i'll get some hate for that but he did he did a really really it was really well done it was enormous again it could have probably just been a series but uh would it be too dark and would the X-Men maybe fit best with that? Because there are a lot of dark spots in the X-Men overall. They are a mix of many, many different things. There's many, there's, there's light hearted moments. Then there's really dark pieces. There's all sorts of highs and lows with the X-Men. I mean, they go through so much. They're all basically traumatized. I mean, every character in this and, you know, like really emphasizing the importance of Professor X and how he keeps all this stuff together and maybe even the different parts of Professor X that we don't necessarily see in the MCU and have not seen at all in any of the X-Men movies thus far. Like, we get a little bit. I think I think they did a little bit more with it with the newer X-Men movies, like, but still didn't really get into the entirety of how manipulative Charles really is with his X-Men and how he he builds these teams just to send them to their death. I mean, he he completely builds their trust up and he basically is building an army just the way that Magneto would envision it, but he's just kind of going about it a different way. And I think that the conflict between the two characters is it was just never really done very well. It was really done more like good guy, bad guy. And I don't really think that that's like the whole conflict between Magneto and Professor X. I think it's more that they have differing opinions about how to go about this whole mutant superiority thing and that the coexistence is very different. That's really the point. One is a protector and one does not care. Like that that to me feels like the big issue is Professor X wants to protect humanity and Magneto doesn't care what happens to humanity. He's saying that the superior is the homo superior is what's coming at what's coming at you. The mutants are going to take over the world and he is going to usher in this new era of, well, humanity, but not humanity. 
Professor X is like, well, let's do this a little bit differently. But they're both still basically manipulative. So, um, and not just with the humans, but with their own people getting used to that. Like, and that I think comes out more if you read the comic books to know just like how Charles sometimes just abandons people and sometimes he's there and he's there for them for reasons, but not necessarily for the better of that person. So it's, um, it's not something that you see when you get somebody just as nice and as awesome as Patrick Stewart reprising a role for Professor X and he just becomes so synonymous with this kind of very humble guy who has the ability to do just about anything with his mind. And that isn't necessarily what Xavier is all about. That could really be expressed very well because Snyder could do with what he did with Superman versus Batman that he could make the arc between Magneto and Professor X very similar and that he could really get you on the fence over which one of these guys that you really think is doing it the right way, who really is is in the best interest. So that, that would be where God Loves Man Kills might be a really good idea for like a movie if Zack Snyder was going to do it because you'd have just the right amount of darkness and you have a very, very complicated storyline and and storytelling setup that would be very easy for him to communicate because he did such a great job with Watchmen and that would feel it would have a very very much a Watchmen vibe to it maybe good enough for seven movies sure uh, but let's let's see I, I think a series would be very cool if we would get like a version of, of Inferno or Fall of Mutants or something like that along the way while we're moving through all of this just amazing all the amazing things that they're coming out with in marvel universe and just in general with superhero movies right now so that is where we will end it thanks for listening to (laughs) thanks for being here today folks i know we we kind of went on a tangent that was the whole point of the episode is to kind of just get into the what ifs today about uh, some of the things that are going on inside of the mcu and just really just talking through it so thanks for being here. We'll be back with you now. This is Scotty B. Here's your Cosby Sanctuary saying bye-bye, everybody. Bye.